Blind Tiger Podcast, your one-stop shop for beer news, reviews, and all things brews. I am your host, possibly the only man who remembers the movie Idle Hands, Rob Fisher. With me, as always, is the man whose hands are never tired when grabbing a beer, Mike Albright. And of course, the man who can produce a symphony, whose beauty is unrivaled with hands so exhausted they are technically immobile, the man far, far too handsome to be bitch-slapped, Jesse Clark. <laughs> Today is May 21st, 2015, and we're recording at Sample Sode 44, Tired Hands, Tired Minds. This week, we are at the Fridge for a very special occasion, a Tired Hands Tap Takeover. The Fridge was given the honor of being the first place in Lancaster County to serve Tired Hands on draft. They have a bunch of beers on tap for us to enjoy, and we thought, since the mountain had come to Mohammed, we'd report on Tired Hands without ever having to leave Lancaster. So... Without going into too much uh, background on Tired Hands, they are a uh, small brewery out of Ardmore, PA that's been around for about eight years, and they really focus on doing a sort of uh, farmyard-style brewing in the, the the French or Belgian tradition, but also, which is very weird, the what they call the heavy-handedness of American craft beer. So uh, it's a very unique blend of, of two quite different styles into uh, a bunch of very... Uh, charming and delightful beers so we have one two three four five six beers uh on tap today that we're going to try and uh so i thought we'd just go down the order say what we love what we hate and uh what was good so let's start off with a little uh hop hands uh pale ale i believe it is so mike uh what did you think well it is the palest of all of them uh all except for one are actually extremely similar in color they're all very unfiltered golden golden yellow beers. Uh, they all have about the same stu- same type of head. They're all kind of cloudy in the same way. They all have the same o- opacity, I'd say. Yeah. And the Hop Hands is decent. Um, it has a great hop smell to it, mm. very floral. Uh, it has a lot of grapefruit notes to it. Like it almost looks like grapefruit juice. And I almost feel like it's about like a shandy almost because I get a lot of like orange notes, a lot of grapefruit. Uh, it's a very nice, easy drinking uh, pale ale. Yeah, I like it. There is a nice hop kick to it. Um, Jesse seems to have clearly liked it since he uh, he drank his supplier uh, sample already. Um, I agree with you that there there it uh, the unfiltered or the cloudiness of it adds an interesting allure. Uh, it's very very drinkable, but still has a lot of character to it. Um, in the the current swell of sessionable beers, not that this is, but they always have that like lightness of uh, flavor, that thinness that I don't really enjoy. Yeah, and this sort thin. of has. The juiciness of a of a like a really highly citra hopped beer, and then also a nice hop kick to it. Is this sessionable? What is the ABV on this? I do is not know what the ABV is. Tell me, hey, let me look that up. Yeah, I thought if it is, this is, has incredible character. I don't or something think like it that. is. Idle hands. Is that Jessica Alba? Yes, and uh, Seth Green. So you know it's a quality film from yeah. 1999. Uh, dude's hand gets possessed by the devil and goes oh, around yeah. killing people. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, so Must have been the devil. <laughs> so Hop Hands is actually 4.8% ABV, yeah, so it is yeah. pretty sessionable. Wow. No, that's and, very good. Uh, very nuanced. Apparently, the uh, Beer Advocate Brothers did not like this one. They gave it a 64, whereas the overall rating oh. is 92. 64? That is a that's first beer I've seen. Extremely low. Yeah, big difference in score. Do they ever do they give a reason? Like, Do they actually list it, or do they just give a score? Uh, let's be, see. Yeah, that, that's poor. That's what that it is. says. Like, oh, is that a pop-up? Does not say. Huh. 
A lot of people are giving it bad reviews, looks like. Uh, well, it says reviews by Alstrom Bros. Not feeling it with this brew. Extremely cloudy and a mess, to say the least. Staff at the pub should not be pouring it. Milkshake beers are not a trend or acceptable with modern styles. No excuses. Milkshake beers? What the yeah, hell? that's pretty harsh. I don't... I mean, it's cloudy, but there are unfiltered beers and unfiltered yep. styles. I don't think that... It's clearly the way they're going. Like, it... No, I really like this beer. Yeah, I don't, for, I, especially after learning it's 4.8. That, that's pretty good. I've been drinking a lot of sessional beers lately. Um, I recently got the um, the Founders one. Yeah, the only real criticism I have of this is there's a strong uh, uh, bitterness in the aftertaste that would kind of hang around that yeah. maybe isn't quite as refreshing on a hot summer day. But you're telling me less than 5% and this quality good? That is a high drink. I mean, that's like a tubing beer, man. I would take yeah, this anywhere bitter. I could if it was you yeah. know canned. All right, well, let's go to the next one, which I would probably say is my least favorite of all of them. Still not bad, but it's the first Saison. It's Saison Hands. The smell is interesting. It has that sort of, uh, like, pepper notes. Yeah, a little bit, kind of like a watercress, um, clovish, um, a little nutmeg. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, when I think Saisons uh, that I don't particularly like, I do think of this particular distinctive taste. Kind of has that um, that sort of grassy barnyard yeah. flavor to it. Uh, a little bit of a harshness that I don't really find. I like more citrusy beers or pining beers, and this doesn't really seem to have either of those characteristics. But it's still pretty tasty. Uh, it's a little thin. It's bitter, but it's more lemony bitter. True, true. Kind of like a lemon, yeah. I like it. I think it's just fine. I mean, it's not one of the, the best saisons I've ever had, but it's. I think it's... I think it's up there. I think it has a good flavor. Okay. So what would you give this one, out of curiosity? Like a 3.75? Okay. Yeah, I could, I could feel that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably be around there, 3.5. So Beer Advocate rates this 89, uh, or very good. And they uh, it's 4.8% ABV, and it's a Saison farmhouse ale. The brothers haven't had it, apparently. Uh, okay, didn't rate this one terrible. They might have turned off by the previous... Uh, hot pans Did to be? not say anything, but uh, again for a sessional beer, I mean, not bad. I, I like it. Also, clocking four point eight. Four point eight. It'll be the first sampling we've had in quite a while where we will not be like shit faced drunk when we're done because most of these beers are are very very light. It's pretty nice. And as I thought, this was the first beer that really tipped me off and made me feel like this was sort of like a Hill Farmstead brewery. Like it has like a lot of uh, all their beers sort of have that sort of like farmhouse barnyard type essence to them. They're all cloudy, clearly very unfiltered, so you're going to get a lot of that, a lot of the yeast in it. Yeah, and I, I, I agree with Mike uh, in high praise um, that if you put me in a line uh, with Hill Farmstead beers and then snuck even the Saison in there, I would think it would be right in line of the philosophy and the, the caliber of beer. It might not be something that I would want to drink an entire 750 ml bottle in one sitting of, right. but... I would sit there and go be like, oh, this is of the same quality. I wouldn't be like, whoa, you just snuck in, insert brewery of choice in here. Or like, well, this clearly tastes like a Sam Adams or a Sierra Nevada or something. It would be, no, this is in this, exactly in the same wheelhouse and the same style. Yeah, they're clearly, like, when they paint their canvas, they're clearly going for a certain uh, certain essence, if you will. Yeah, and I do think they are, they are looking for that. I mean, they say it right on their, their website. They're going for the Belgian or French farmhouse sort of style of brewing, and they're doing... Um, I forget uh, exactly what the uh, the numbers are, but they're they're aiming to do a small sort of experimental batch brewing, and they're not really looking to go any larger than that. So, 
I mean, I guess you're either going to like what you find or you're going to hate it uh, based on whether or not you want that sort of like uh, that, that farmhouse funkiness to your beers. Yeah, right. And it gets even more funky with the next beer. It's the uh, Rudolent, or as Jesse called it, the uh, Riddlin? Riddlin IPA. I think you just misheard me. Yeah, that's probably what it was. It's very loud in here. It's a very popular event. Uh, so this one's definitely very meaty. It's definitely the first meaty IPA. It get, definitely get like a little, couple of like jerky notes. Mm. Yeah, it's chewy. Uh, there's like a, a thickness there uh, that would make you maybe think that there's uh, like a higher malty sweetness that isn't actually present. It, it has more of a stronger body than I th- than the obviously the other two beers we had. Yeah, definitely. It's its appearance belies its uh, eventual taste. And it's uh, brutal, brutally strong at 5.9% oh ABV. Oh, my God. Whoa, so we jumped up a whole percentage. We're out of control here with the 5.9%. It's nuts. But I agree with uh, Mike's description of it being quite meaty. Jesse, what were your thoughts? Oh, I, oh wait. I mean, I think it's... I think it's a good beer, but when I'm comparing it to the other beers that are on this list, it's I think it's one of the the worst ones. Oh wow! Okay. I hate to say worst, yeah, because yeah. it's still an amazing beer. Um, I mean, next to the foliage, right where we're going to go to a, me- a moment in a moment, or the hop hands, I think both of those are far superior to this one. Or not far superior, but they're superior. Yeah, I give I give this one a 375. Yeah. I like it better than the saison. It's yeah, I think this is a little bit. Actually, I put this at a four. Then I mean, it's nice. I had the three. I had the yeah. saison at 375. Okay. Yeah, I mean, for an IPA, it's different, and I like that. It's definitely. Um, if it were a tiny bit hoppier, I think it would be great. Yeah, it's kind of like a farmhouse IPA. Yeah. yeah. So the next beer up is the Foilage uh, Double IPA, Foilage? which is obviously a, a double IPA. This is hopping up quite a bit in terms of ABV. Uh, it's actually eight eight point five percent. So we're talking about our first oh, like wow. heavy beer here. Um, beer Advocate puts it at about ninety two ninety two percent. You know, pretty outstanding. Um, and I'm going to go out in the lame and go. I am not going to really disagree with them in any way, shape, or form on this. Um, again, it's it's surprising looking. You would expect, I think, a darker color. It's very very. I mean, it's still cloudy, but it's it's extremely pale in color. It um, is. You know, like I you know I think I, if even a like golden wheat color more than anything else. Uh, it does not belay the double yeah. IPA-ness of it. I like, would expect like a sour, like this color. Oh yeah, almost. The smell on this thing is amazing. It has this, that yeah. sweet citrusy that I just adore and in a beer. Now this beer is very good. Now, I was sort of cool on all the others, but this one is excellent. It is uh, extremely floral, oh. very, very juicy. Um, I'm surprised it's 8.5. It really doesn't knock you over. It's no. very easily drinkable. This is a great beer. It doesn't even... This is an IPA that still has that hop characteristic, but you could give this to somebody who's a beer novice and be like, this is a imperial IPA, something that you, by nature, would find abhorrent, and they'd sip this and go, this is the nectar of the gods because it's it's citrusy, it's juicy, it's sweet, but then also does have a hop characteristic to it. So it's... Not like a, a, a Lindemann's Flambois or something like a super sweet uh, sugary beer, but it's delicious. Yeah, this is this one is my favorite of our of all of our beers here. This one is like you said, it's just delicious. This is uh, this is an amazing beer. So next up is the Shambolic Dry Hopped Spelt Saison, and I think the last Spelt beer we had was from. Uh, Fetish. Oh, yeah. Fetish Brewing Company had a... Yeah, uh, Fetish has one. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah, a win. Was, I was trying to think. Like, I'm like, 50 Shades of Grey Brewery. No, that's not right. That's not right. <laughs> yeah. It smells nice. It's almost corny. 
I just took a whiff and got kind of more than I bargained for. Uh, but yeah, it's almost like cornbread, like a sweet cornbread. I get a bit of a lemon note in there in the, on the bit. smell. It's a big jump because for the last one too, the uh, full foliage, it's uh, I almost got like a minty note to it. Uh, oh. But this one, it definitely, definitely more husky. Uh, it's nice though. It's got a nice creamy mouthfeel actually for a saison. I'm not used to that. Uh, I think that's very good. Uh, I like it a lot better than the saison hands for sure. So. Yeah, it's much smoother. Um, I like that a lot. I mean, it's not undercarbonated. It's certainly not like it's on nitro or on cask or anything. But it's it's smooth, especially in the initial taste. It's a nice little bit of like a lemony and a bit of pepper with a lot of corn. It actually reminds me of the uh, Nuclearius saison uh, okay. we had from out there when like I can God, see that. Yeah. like almost a year ago at this point. Um, I like it a lot. I like it for a saison a lot better than the other saison. Um, but the corniness does come through. So if you're not going to be like a big fan of corn flavor, that might put you off. Um, but it's almost a nice palate cleanser after the last beer. Yeah, it is actually. Quite tasty. So this is a uh, 6.5% ABV, so we're dropping back down to reasonable levels. I think and, this is uh, much more flavorful and uh, the, than the Saison Hands. Like I think the Saison okay. Hands was a very, you know, was kind of like, here's a basic Saison. Like it just was a short on flavor. Like, But this character, there's a lot more going on. And I think it's uh, it's appropriately strong, you know, uh, just under 7%. Um, so I think overall it's a, it's a very nice, well-rounded beer. And uh, Beer Advocate agrees at 92%. So, again, they're they're getting all A's out of this one. Yeah, they are. And the bros apparently haven't tried anything other than the hop hand so far. So uh, shame on the bros. And then we move into uh, quite possibly the most interesting of the of our choices today. A little bit different, yeah. A bit of a curveball in this one. A different color. <laughs> for, yeah, sure. for sure. Shockingly different color. It's the I'm so sad Imperial Honey Honey Coffee Porter. Yeah, I'm sad Imperial Honey Coffee. It kind of looks like uh, I don't know, like a ruddy brown, like not a grape brown. Kind of like a sewage brown. I don't know. To be honest, <laughs> to be honest uh, just it, well, I think it's the the uh, the the cloudiness of it certainly doesn't lend itself to look uh, not no no that's true tainted by any means i mean the beer is delicious but oh, yeah, yeah. On, on appearance it does kind of look like am i drinking like water i got out of a river that had a lot of sediment in it or yeah, something you know exactly. so uh, i think my rain, instinct we're yeah. told to stay away from such things no this is great if you love coffee you want this beer oh uh, um, smell is all coffee yeah it's definitely imperial coffee really are the two two <laughs> takeaways from this one it's great coffee flavor good coffee in the nose um, it actually perks me up because it just makes me think of coffee in the morning. Uh, the honey's there, sort of. I mean, honey's always hard to do, I feel like, in beers because it tends to ferment out. So you always just kind of get like an inkling of it. It comes in surprisingly sweet for what you would think of as an imperial porter. Yeah. As weird as a odd style as that is with the completion yeah. of imperial, uh, of uh, porters and stouts. But I can, I can follow him on this one because it's definitely like an English-style porter, yeah. but it is definitely imperial in its sort of taste. It's definitely very strong in flavor. I wouldn't say that it's weak in body, but it's weak, lighter than I would think. You know, if you go into this expecting it to be a, um, if, you, if you go in expecting it to be like a Russian Imperial Stout thickness, you're not. That's like the wrong expectation to have. It's going to be much lighter in body than that, especially for 8.5% ABV. So that's almost nine percent. And I, I get this. I would feel like if you said gun to head, what would this be? It would be on par with the sessionable beers we had early in terms of that that. 
body feel that thickness. What, what did ABV did you say? 8.5. That doesn't taste like that at all. No, no, no. Not at all. You don't get any of the any alcohol taste like at all. You get a nice sweetness up front and then like... Yeah, you get that honey up front and then that coffee just lingers. Just lovely. Surges on the aftertaste. Lovely. Just, just hangs there. out there in your mouth and the back of your tongue and your... I have to it's say... It's really I'm, nice. I hate all those these coffee beers and this is actually highly, highly drink dangerously drinkable. Um, 8.5. 8.5. So again, Beer Advocate puts this at 87%. I am perfectly on par with that decision. Okay. And I'd say this is probably my second favorite after the uh, foliage. Uh, this is actually a really hard decision all around. I mean, I, I agree with you that the foliage is is probably my favorite. It's just okay. a yeah, remarkable beer. Okay. Yeah. But after that, it gets into very difficult decision making at that point. I really like the hop hands. Um, the shambolic is really good, and then the, the, the honey coffee porter. They're all really, really good. I don't know which I'd want more of. Nice. And did you say what your favorite was, Jesse? The foliage. Yeah, the foliage is my favorite. Then after that, it would be I mean, maybe the hop hands or the shambolic. The sad was great. And uh, the saison hands might be last. I don't know. I'm kind of a flipping flop, flipping, flip flopping between the the Rudolin, the Ritalin, and the saison hands. <laughs> so it's a clean sweep. Yeah. <laughs> I like them all is what Jesse is saying. Um, basically, the moral of the story here is we need to take a train ride down to Ardmore. Yes. It's not yes, very far. Uh, it's really close to the train station. I know. And I think we need to go. Why? And well, that's true. Well, that is true. For, I've been saying for the long, <laughs> for the longest time, I kept saying we need to get to Tired Hands. I've heard so much good things about this this brewery, and it didn't seem like they're ever distributing. And yeah, it's seriously like a couple of train stops down the line. It's right off the train stop. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's why I got so excited when I saw. Oh my God! Finally, it's coming to us. Like you said, the mountain came to Muhammad. Yeah, so indeed. I'm very excited to get to try the beers. It is very good as advertised, and uh, I guess we can all look forward to it uh, being at the fridge much more often now too. Yeah, uh, I guess openly advertised. The deal is that uh, obviously the fridge and tired hands both being quality establishments. I guess in exchange for being the uh, only uh, distri distribution area of tired hands, uh, there will be a dedicated tired hands tap line here at the fridge. So going forward, as long as tired hands beer is in the in the building, it will be on tap uh, all the time, which is awesome. Very awesome. Yeah, look. They have the foliage often. I will drink it till I can no longer stand it. That'll definitely be a go-to beer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is sort of weird. We've heard it described as the alchemist of the South. I would say, <laughs> eh. I would say it's the Hill Farmstead of Pennsylvania, and I, yeah. I am happy that they would be distributing here. If it had that like Grand Slam uh, IPA, then I might agree with them. But I just, yeah, I get that other other big Vermont brewery vibe from it. Yeah, um, yeah. definitely. It's good. They're experimenting. They're having fun. They just got to start naming their beers after people. <laughs> yeah, enough with, enough with the hands. Too many hands. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm thoroughly pleased. Uh, I think this is the tasting since the Sour and Stinky Fest. Yeah. Uh, this has probably been my favorite tasting where all the beers have been top-notch. Uh, and that's really high praise considering this is all from the same brewery yeah. and not from the best and brightest of a particular subgenre of styles. Uh, so that's pretty darn awesome. Uh, I'm looking forward to going back and getting full pints of a lot of these beers uh, while I can. Yeah. And uh, the fridge is the most jam-packed I've seen on a Thursday night in quite a long time. Yes. People while supplies last. Yeah. yeah. So, Jesse, any closing thoughts you want to say? 
I think this is an I think this is amazing. All these beers are fantastic. I. I I know I was saying some were worse than others, but to put it in that perspective is kind of bad because I'm, we're comparing it against really great beers. Um, I'm very happy that they, that they're doing this here at the fridge, and I uh, they said they're going to have a dedicated uh, the tab for them, so I'm excited to see what he's going to have, and um, I look forward to coming here. And before I would come here and try a variety of beers because that's what we have here, but. This is going to be very unfortunate if they, they have the foliage or something like that on tap because I might not have the variety that I normally count on when I come here. I imagine some of their very special kegs will go very quickly considering people in the know will, will grab these delicious beers. I'm curious what they'll kick here today. Yeah. I'm often surprised when we do large festivals or tastings like this. What does go first based on like public... Uh, trends or whatever. So I'm curious if the uh, the foliage will be the first to go, or maybe the the honey coffee porter will be around. Question. Yeah, especially because obviously everybody's doing flights, so right now it's probably pretty even. Right. But yeah, I wonder what that front runner will be. Will suddenly the like a horse race. Yeah, it is a horse race. Yeah. <laughs> we should hang out there Pick your pony. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Would you prefer a taste of Jeb Bush 2016 or Hillary Clinton 2016? No. I'll take a pint of Bernie Sanders 2016. Oh. <laughs> exactly. So, Mike, any any closing thoughts? Uh, well, I'm looking forward to a weekend at Bernie's. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's the only movie from the 80s you've seen. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm definitely obsessed with that one, aren't I? Uh, no, I, I I love the coffee beer. I love the uh, foliage IPA. I'm really looking forward to like. I mean, I'm a big saison fan, so I'm looking forward to more like more different saisons from them. Mm. It seems like something they like to do. So I'll definitely be checking out Facebook often to see what uh, what's coming on from the tired hands. Yeah, that the beer just looks pretty, smells wonderful, tastes even better. And if this is the sort of quality work we can expect to be coming out of them and we can get it on a regular basis, it's almost as though Hill Farmstead has come to us. And considering I've driven God knows how many hours yeah, to right. go to that particular spot in order to get the Not finest of craft beer, having it right next door is amazing. Neither rain nor sleet <laughs> nor... Uh, <laughs> nor lack of cell service for 40 minutes will uh. keep me away from Hill Farmstead. Uh, awesome. Yeah, well done. Well done. Well, that's it for today's show. Join us next week when we have another full episode. We're into year three, and we're looking, for, looking forward to a fun and exciting third year in order to go bigger, bolder, and better. Thanks for listening, and of course, keep on drinking. That's today's show. For more information on today's podcast or to subscribe to the show, visit www.blindtigerpodcast.com or look for us on iTunes. Send comments or questions to show at blindtigerpodcast.com. To suggest or request a beer for beer versus beer or to ask a question for Homebrew 101, email show at blindtigerpodcast.com. Thanks for listening and keep drinking. Keep drinking.